the transcendentalists. There are materialists and transcendentalists. Karmis, people who work very hard so that they enjoy the result of activity, they are called materialist. And transcendentalist means they have got nothing to do with this material world. So they are classified as jnanis, yogis and bhaktas. So among these transcendentalists, only bhakta, a devotee can understand the science. And what happens when he understands this science? Madhavayo upapadyate. Madhavayo upapadyate means attains, he attains my nature. So everyone is having certain nature. Some people are good, some people are bad, some people are very generous, some people are very miserly. We all have various natures in this material world. And the nature that we exhibit depends upon our body. That is not our true nature. We are forced to exhibit certain nature. The living entity acquires the body of a dog, forced to acquire dog's nature. Acquires the body of snake, forced to behave like snake. So we behave with great envy, we behave with great affection. All this happens under the control of material nature. But living entity has got its original nature also. And in our original nature, spiritual nature, we are full of all the divine qualities. The living entity is very, very loving, compassionate, kind, generous. And all these wonderful features are there, which we can understand from the example of the great devotees who come here and display those symptoms. And even when God personally comes here, <clears throat> God shows by his example how humble he is. So one Brahmana is going and kicking Bhrigu Muni, God on the chest. And what is God's response? He is God, Supreme Personality. He can kill that person immediately. He can put that person in unlimited torture. Just imagine if we were the kings of the world, anybody dare come and speak a word to us, he would be met with very strict punishment. But here is God who is controller of everything, all the worlds, infinite supreme soul, an infinitesimal, insignificant, ignorant, atomic soul that too conditioned in this material universe, already uh, such a living entity is in jail. The liberated living entities, 90% of the living entities are located in the spiritual atmosphere. So what to speak of a gentleman? So people who are there in this material universe, they are not gentlemen. But such a person approaches Krishna and kicks Krishna, Lord Narayan, on his chest. And rather than showing any anger, Lord Narayan starts massaging his feet. But I'm sorry, I could not pay attention. You are a great Brahmana. You came here. Your foot might have got hurt. So just see the humility of God. And if everyone gets all these qualities, then world is so nice. So actually the world is nice. Just like in jail, people keep on beating, fighting each, each, with each other many times because people of crooked mentalities are there. So in a similar fashion, material world, there is a lot of trouble by other living entities. Because we cannot show all these absolute qualities. But a person who understands this science, he can acquire such qualities. And apart from these qualities, Krishna's body also has got a different nature, which is different from the nature bodies have here. Here the bodies get fatigued, get tired. They are influenced by the whips of material nature in the form of 
hunger, thirst, and all such problems. But spiritual body is not affected by such things. So Krishna tells one who understands this science, he can attain body of my nature. Krishna's body is eternal, full of all knowledge, full of bliss, full of enjoyment. So is it so simple? If a person simply understands the science, Kshetra, Kshetragya, then he'll be able to attain a body which is eternal, body which is having spiritual nature like that of Krishna. Is it so simple? Yes, it is that simple. But what does it mean that understanding the science, Mad Bhakta Etad Vigyaya, so understanding the science means scientifically we have to understand the knowledge of God. So what is called scientific understanding? That is why Gyan and Vigyan, two words are used. Gyan means theoretical knowledge and Vigyan means scientific knowledge and practical knowledge. Science means you should have some theory and then you should be able to show it, do it practically. That is called science. If you cannot put it into practical application, then that is not actual science. That is some pseudoscience or some story. Science means practical application is required. So that is called Vigyanam. Vigyanam is scientific understanding. It is also known as practical understanding. So that is called real understanding of the subject matter. If you really understand how the electricity flows, then you should be able to make electricity flow in my house. Otherwise, you do not know exactly how to do it. If you really know how this nuclear energy works, you should be able to leverage nuclear energy. That means you are actually a nuclear scientist. Otherwise, you are a novice. So those who are advanced in sciences are able to put sciences into practical use. Otherwise, novice. So a person who understands the science of God very nicely means he is able to put this into practical use. Then such a person, when so that is why Prabhupada told, more important than philosophy is practical application of philosophy. So that is why whatever we are reading in Bhagavad Gita, it should reflect in our practical lives. If our life is same, we were doing the same things what we were doing before reading Bhagavad Gita, it means we are still novice in our understanding. So we should not get discouraged. We should keep on hearing. Simply by hearing and acting under direction of devotees, we will be able to practically apply these things. We all begin with novice stage. But then we are expected that we start applying all these things in our life. That is called etat vigyaya, knowing this science scientifically, perfectly. And when we know this perfectly, then our body is different. We don't get this body full of suffering. Now let us see next what Lord Krishna has to answer. Lord Krishna is answering some of the biggest questions which have been confusing all the topmost scientists. And that is the origin of the world and origin of consciousness. So many theories people are not understanding whether this matter is eternal. As people were thinking before that this matter is eternal, material world is eternal. And that is what is mentioned in Buddhist philosophy. And then they told, no, no, matter is not eternal. Matter has come from point they are calling singularity. They do not know what is this actually singularity, how singularity exploded into such a big systematic universe. And what was before singularity, they tell oscillating universe, just like the pendulum oscillates because there should be some force. So how this external force acted, created, they told no external force like oscillation, it is going on either side. 
So like this, so many theories are there about this matter from where this matter, why this matter exists at all. Is it eternal? Was it always existing? These balls were floating in there always. The sun, moon, waters were there always. And they, then they analyze, no, actually it is accelerating. So it should have been point size at some time. It would have been zero size at some time like this. They are trying to conjecture something. What is the source of this matter? And then matter, they are able to understand something. But consciousness, there is no understanding. So what is the source of consciousness? How does it stay in the body? What are the laws which act upon consciousness? Very consciousness is function of what? What is function of consciousness? Very difficult to understand. So that Lord Krishna answers very nicely in this shloka. And what is that? Text number 20. Prakritim purusham chayva vidhyanadi ubhavapi vikarasha gunashayva vidhi prakriti sambhavan. So Arjuna had asked Prakriti, Purush, Shetra, Shetragya, Jnanam and Gyayam. So the four topics have been explained by Krishna. Krishna explained what is Shetra, field of activities, who is the knower of the field, Shetragya, there are two knowers, Atma and Paramatma. What is Gyan, knowledge? And what is Gyayam? What is to be known? What is knowable? What is Gyanagamyam? These things Krishna has explained. Now the first two subject matters, Prakriti and Purush, the nature and the enjoyer. That Lord Krishna is answering here now. Prakritim Purusham Chaiva Vidhi Anadhyu Bhavapi. So Lord Krishna is telling here, very clear answer. So we should not try to understand using our body, which is an imperfect instrument. If you have a weighing scale and that is defective, whatever you measure out of it, you can never rely upon it. That may not be perfect measurement, weight of the object thermometer which is faulty you cannot depend upon it to measure the temperature so that is why we have to understand this body is also faulty as we have you would have seen most of you in mantra yoga or jigyasa workshop that our senses are having four defects karana pata pramad brahm vipralipsa we all commit mistakes we can never be sure thus whether what I'm perceiving is right or not. Senses have got limitations. We come under illusion, mistake, mirage for water. So when our this body, which is full of defects, we are using this body to understand knowledge. That is foolishness. We should not use a faulty instrument, thermometer or weighing scale to have perfect knowledge. Thus, this body will not be able to give perfect knowledge. We can never be sure of the outcome. And any instruments which we want to use in our research, because those instruments are produced by this body, which itself is imperfect, those instruments also are imperfect. It is very simple to understand. Imperfect instrument can create another imperfect instrument. So we have to take knowledge from, there is only one source, God, the Supreme Creator. Then everything becomes very easy. And what is God telling about the reality of this world, nature and the living entity? Krishna explains, Prakritim Purusham Jaiva Vidhi, you please Vidhi, you must know it is Anadi. Material nature and living entity should be understood to be beginningless. Now, this is very important. This one verse itself, these two lines are so important. Material nature and the living entities are beginningless. Oh, I thought I took birth some 15, 20, 30, 40, 60, 70 years ago from the womb of my mother. 
before that i was not existing but lord krishna the topmost authority and all the authorities of knowledge from the eastern philosophers acharyas to the western scientists they all have been great readers followers of bhagavad gita as we have seen in our sessions and what is the knowledge of bhagavad gita the topmost science it is mentioned vidhi anadi ubhav api ubhav means both so matter is also eternal and do not think matter develops and then at some point of time matter exhibits consciousness just like the milk after some transformation exhibits some bacteria no the consciousness is eternal purusham the living entity is eternal and so is prakriti so this fact itself is so revealing material nature was always existing and i also have always been existing along with material nature we are eternal so it means before this body i would have taken another body before that another body so how this transformation is happening that we see around us material nature is changing our bodies are changing we are getting old we are getting again new body vikarascha gunashaiva vidhi prakriti sambhavan their transformations and the modes of matter are products of material nature this science has understood so when uh, the priests were quoting bible and other things god told let there be creation and creation happened they found it unscientific and they told see we have figured out there is dna there is x chromosome y chromosome nature works in this way and produces whatever we see around us the effects the rainbow you are telling it is some heavenly effect but no we see cloud the rainfall you are telling it is caused by indra but we see now it is condensation that prior to that is evaporation and then there is wind current and so many other things so they told it is happening scientifically under the control of nature lord krishna is telling here the same thing the transformations and the modes of matter are products of material nature it is a fact material nature only is doing all these things what is happening around us the body birth of body development of body old age everything is happening they are right there are dna strands they start uh getting disfigured and then eventually thus there is old age all these things are fine that is perfect there are codes sitting in our dnas and basis those codes our bodies functioning our behavior and everything is defined as per that but prakriti is not independent this is what they don't understand mother supplies body to the child that is a fact each and every organ is supplied by the mother but mother alone cannot produce a child father through his semen gives the soul to the mother's womb and mother provides the body so in a similar fashion material nature is not independent in the activities of providing bodies to us and producing the transformations around us so there is no conflict krishna is telling yes vidhi prakriti sambhavan all the transformations are done by prakriti but prakriti krishna tells maya adhyakshena prayati suyate sacharacharam krishna is telling prakriti sambhavan everything is happening by prakriti but who's direction prakriti is following maya adhyakshena prakriti prakriti is following my direction it is not happening by chance now one may question that why material nature is 
showing these transformations in such a ruthless manner killing me life after life i am eternal why nature does not give me a body which is good which uh, which can sustain always which does not die in which there are no diseases why so much harassment material nature is bringing for me why so much pain and suffering so next shloka is very very revealing again so this shloka also we should understand so simply if we understand from the god there is no need of research work which anyway is not a perfect work because our body is defective mind is defective we are bound to commit mistakes so if we take instructions of krishna we save time from all such research so research also will lead us to perfect conclusion after many many lives krishna is seated in the heart he will guide but to save time we should take help of the shastras maybe you can figure out how the machine is working nicely after spoiling a dozen of machines so after spoiling dozen of not dozen millions of bodies human intelligent bodies a person may be able to figure out how everything is happening but to save time why to suffer for millions of lives we should take direct instruction from user manual krishna himself and krishna is telling you are eternal so just like now you have some friends you have society like this you have had for many many lives before with the anadi there is no beginning so now from the beginning why am i suffering why material nature is behaving in such a tormenting way so lord krishna answers that in the next verse and what is that कार्य कारण कर्तृत्वे हेतु प्रकृति उच्यते पुरुष सुख दुखाना भोक्तृत्वे हेतु उच्यते नाउ लॉर्ड कृष्णा दिस इज आल्सो वेरी वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट ही मेंशंस कार्य कारण कर्तृत्वे कार्य मींस इफेक्ट कारण मींस कॉज नेचर इज सेड टू बी द कॉज ऑफ ऑल मटेरियल एक्टिविटीज एंड इफेक्ट्स बट वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट वेयर एज द लिविंग एंटिटी is the cause of various sufferings and enjoyments in this world so definitely material nature is creating all the effects and the causes of those effects material nature will create heat material nature will create crowds material nature will create rainfall material nature will create grains material nature creates hunger and a man eats the grains and then the soul which has fallen it enters into the a semen of the man and then through it the nature pushes it in the womb of the mother and then nature provides us body and then the body comes out <clears throat> body develops body produces by products again body dwindles vanishes and so many things somebody will come and curse us somebody will come and gift us something somebody will come and kill us somebody will come and uh, do so many somebody can come and do many favors to us so all these things changes that we have in the world around us are the creations of material nature but the happiness and distress is not the creation of material nature happiness and distress happens because of the living entity living entity is the cause of various sufferings and enjoyments in this world so nature will produce its effect but whether we are going to suffer or not depends upon us so this is very enlightening and empowering realization so i should not think i am suffering because of something or somebody either some systems are not good so if i correct the systems i will be happy and thus people have dedicated their lives there have been many many movements there has been french revolution bolsheviks and so many things communists and freedom movements 
and all these movements they thought if we change the system people would become very happy systems have changed there have been so many campaigns so many elections so many governments have come and gone so many five year terms they have fulfilled so many planning commissions to make people happy and what is the result of many 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 decades of planning even in the best of the countries that people have become more and more depressed wow what an endeavor it is the best of the brains are put into planning commission and they are given all the resources and support of the king or the government and the result of that planning is instead of becoming happy people have become more and more distressed what is this happening if i plan for happiness 100 units at least 5 units i should attain i am planning for happiness 100 units and i am getting minus 200 so thus lord krishna is telling here you cannot change the nature we think by changing the nature externally person will be made happy if i bring so many objects of sense enjoyment that is what the westerners thought oh now our country is very advanced and we have resources so as a children we could not enjoy we were aspiring for so many things our parents could not provide let us provide our children with everything and they did that and the result was children started becoming depressed so it is a great foolishness greatest foolishness so you are speaking to a person who is uh, very very successful and uh, he is passed out from uh, one of the top four old iits of the country and he works uh, in a company where he was working then now he has changed in a company where uh, all india rank 1 10 15 they join and then he is sending his children to the best school of mumbai and then he is telling prabhu uh, what to do there is dissatisfaction in life i am not able to satisfy my children now externally he has done all the good arrangement the best school of the country or the best school of the city where all the successful or so called famous people they send their children to he is doing that but the children are not satisfied so actually we need to shake up and wake up we don't take help of this knowledge so how much ever you try to change the nature around you try to change the people around you try to change the resources around yourself but we are not going to become happy happiness and distress is not because of nature so stop trying to dominate over material nature lord krishna is telling we should not have connection with material nature at all we should become independent of material nature so the story of moth we have discussed many times the same story is there in our lives also there is no difference at all the moth because of its attraction towards fire loses its life similarly we because of our attraction towards this material nature we lose our life our death is happening only because we are attracted to material nature we think oh this city is very good if i go and travel and live in this city this is very nice i will become happy this beach house or house in the mountains is very good let me live in this in these beautiful valleys oh this person he or she is very good if they can become my spouse so all these things we keep on planning but this does not bring happiness to us because of this thing only we are dying life after life because of attraction to material nature towards material nature so that is why lord krishna tells always remain equipoised sama sukheshu dukkeshu tatha bhavana mana apamanayo remain equipoised in honor and dishonor 
honor and dishonor are great deceptions created by the material nature living entities cheated by this honor and dishonor and because just like a moth gets attracted towards fire loses life we uh, by getting attracted with these material features lose our life and keep on taking more bodies life after life so we have to understand no amount of external arrangement will be able to satisfy us this we have seen in the society in our life but still we come under illusion because this illusion is created by god unless we take god's help by our own intelligence we cannot come out of it god has created this illusion that is why the acharyas pray this illusion is so great how can i come out no i have one hope because tumar ichha by your desire living entity has got trapped in this illusion so if you so desire the living entity can come out this is what prabhupad wrote so thus by getting attracted to material nature trying to dominate over material nature this is the disease of the living entity and the more we are attracted towards material nature the hard is the struggle for this life existence so our happiness and distress is never because of the material nature it is only because of us the government has created systems the government has created residences facilities and everything and all the changes in the state will happen as per the direction of government now whether those changes so i am explaining how to understand what lord krishna has mentioned here so those changes which government has introduced will bring happiness to us or distress it depends upon us so material nature is like government acting under direction of krishna supreme king controller now whether because of those changes we will be happy or we will feel distress it depends upon us government has created very good houses for government servants you can live in presidential house if you become president or if you become minister you will have various good facilities or if you become a rogue that is your choice then government has created a prison house also government has created police department also but it is not that everyone would be beaten by the police department so in a similar fashion the nature is acting under direction of krishna but whether we will enjoy or not depends whether we are obedient to krishna or not whether we are abiding by the laws of nature or not so thus it is very very simple purusha sukha dukha naam bhoktritve hetur uchyate so nature is not punishing us we are getting punished because of our deeds because of ignorance so what we need to understand is we should stop trying to dominate over this material nature and understand this very important next verse what is that purusha prakriti stho hi bhungte prakriti jan gunan karanam guna sangosya sad asad yoni janmasu purusha prakriti stho hi the living entity in material nature thus follows the ways of life enjoying the three modes of nature so what we are enjoying is not actually reality we are spirit souls our enjoyment is enjoying in enjoying spiritual reality but this is illusory enjoyment imitation enjoyment is given to us just like we may drink a natural lemonade or we can drink some chemical imitation of lemonade also taste may be the same but one is produced by chemical and one is natural one is harmful for us one enjoyment 
another natural thing is good for our health in a similar fashion spiritual enjoyment is very good for us but material enjoyment harmful old age death disease happens life after life so what we are enjoying here is not substance but imitation of the substance spirit is actual substance and this matter is simply imitation that we see around us we have a so called real life we have a virtual life also that is created by some coders so a person can enjoy this life or that life in a similar fashion this entire material life is a virtual life so we are enjoying the three modes of nature living entity in material nature thus follows the ways of life enjoying the three modes of nature this is due to his association with that material nature thus he meets with good evil among various species sad asad yoni janmasu yoni means birth sad means good asad means bad sad also means eternal asad means temporary in this context it means good and bad so whether the birth is good you are born opulent you are born strong healthy very wise or you are born very dumb deaf dull it depends upon what modes we are associating with urdu gachanti satvastha madhye tishthanti rajasa jagannya gunavritti sto adogachanti tamasaha so here we can cheat the system outside we can write some exams and show that i am a good man in interview i can speak i want to become civil servant because i want to serve the people and i will not reveal i want a good life partner and this is my desire to show my society i become successful and all these things i i have a desire to control people to hold power this i may not reveal and then i may end up being a corrupt officer but this cannot happen in krishna's government satva when a person is having satvik qualities he is associating with satvik nature satva is one quality one energy satva rajas tamas these three energies produce everything around us so if we associate with satvik nature we will be promoted higher and we will get more freedom and more facilities in this material world and uh, those in mode of passion they stay on these middle planets earthly planets and those who are adogachanti tamasa associate with mode of ignorance they are put into hellish situations of life so as per the situation of the heart in which mode we are situated we will either get promoted we will continue the same existence or we would be demoted in this way we have reincarnation or transmigration happens basis the modes of nature we associate with so if we have satvik lifestyle we are associating with satvaguna satvik people then we can go to higher planets if you are very very satvik person has followed uh, nastik brahmacharya sanyas he can go to topmost planet brahmaloka maharlok janalok tapalok satyalok if a person has followed up to vanaprastha they can go to one level below that those who have remained only brahmachari one level below that so like this top four planetary systems are there they are beyond the jurisdiction of uh, repeated annihilation even though all the lower planetary systems are destroyed in the night time of brahma those four planets continue so nature will not disturb because those four planets are only for spiritual cultivation and even when uh, the demons go and attack sometimes higher planets there are various species of life we are struggling to go to next planet but species are very very powerful from the lower planet they can go to the topmost planet and disturb the devatas but uh, they cannot go to these top four planets so if you are very very satvik we will have a life of no disturbance at all 
there is practically no misery over there but they, there is some misery because they feel compassion upon the living entities who are suffering in the lower planets over here who have got stuck so indirectly they suffer because of compassion but otherwise if you have sattva guna very high sattva guna you can get promoted to those planets where there is no repeated destruction also where there is no entrance of demoniac living entities and very peacefully person can cultivate spiritual life and when the universe entire universe winds up then those people can get liberated but if a sattva guna is little less then they can become devatas and they can enjoy heavenly opulences though there will be little disturbances at time but they don't suffer like us every day some disease and death and uncertainty all these things are not there so the more we are satvik the more we have material enjoyment and tamasik if we become there would be lot of suffering in our life so laws of nature we cannot cheat so in this way the soul is having transmigration reincarnation life after life simply because of association with the various modes but a person should desire not to associate either with tamoguna rajaguna and satvaguna because even if you have a very satvic body you may again fall down from that situation because we are still in the material universe only and there is always a chance that we can associate with the lower modes so thus a living entity should not associate with material nature at all and how that can happen upadrishtanu manta cha bharata bhokta maheshwaraha parmatmeti chapyukto deheshmin purushah paraha by understanding that there is another person situated in the heart and he is not at all affected by the situations of this body i am also situated in this heart but i get affected by the changes of the body but there is another purush who lives in the heart but he is not at all affected how is that so upadrishta anumanta cha bharta bhokta maheshwara yet in this body there is another transcendental enjoyer who is the lord the supreme proprietor who exists as the overseer and the permitter and who is known as the super soul so the soul exists in this body atma there is another soul which is called param atma supreme soul so thus very clearly lord krishna is telling here there are two atmas in the body so the situation of first atma he Uh, described sad asad yoni janmasu that he gets good birth or bad birth and sukh dukhanam happiness and distress is enjoyed by the living entities as per his own actions but there is another living entity who does not take pleasure in material enjoyment because he is transcendental enjoyer he enjoys on spiritual platform and is purusha paraha paraha means transcendental he is not conditioned like us he does not think that i am this body he is completely transcendental and he is maheshwara he is supreme proprietor supreme controller and he is maintainer of all of us and he is upadrishta and anumanta he is always overseeing our activities what this living entity is doing and desiring and all the desires he sanctions why does he sanction he is very patiently waiting let me fulfill all desires that he wants so that after many 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 millions of lifetimes after there are 84 lakh kinds of machines created for our enjoyment just like for children in the park there are various there are slides there are swings and so many other things are there for their entertainment in a similar fashion living entity wants to enjoy the senses in so many unique ways so many desires it has got 
So to fulfill those desires of eating, sleeping, mating, defending, so many species have been created. So after traveling through these 8.4 million species in so many planets in different situations, sometimes going and enjoying heavenly pleasures where life is so long, where uh, there is no uh, very less fatigue and there are minimal diseases or going and uh, living in a very tamasic atmosphere, drinking continuously for many, many years, sleeping for a very, very long time and all kinds of enjoyment like bear sleeps continuously for six months. The demons sleep for a very, very long time. So, so many kinds of enjoyments, all the enjoyments are sanctioned. So that the living entity after millions of such lifetimes can come to realization, oh, I am not satisfied. So this knowledge is getting accumulated in the heart. Dissatisfaction, dissatisfaction, dissatisfaction. So perpetual dissatisfaction when it is accumulated in the heart to such an extent that living entity tries to turn his face towards self-realization, then Paramatma starts guiding him towards the knowledge of self, the knowledge of spirituality. Otherwise, he simply observes and keeps on sanctioning. Okay, you want this? Take this. You want that? Okay, take that. So he is Paramatma. So Paramatma is not affected. He is Purusha Para by happiness and distress of body because he is transcendental. So if we also stop taking, stop associating with the modes of this material nature, then we also will become Paraha. We also will become transcendental, although we are living within this body. That is called Jeevan Mukta Sauchyate. So that is why all the senses should be always kept in contact with Krishna. So tongue comes in contact with the food items, material food items, stop doing it. Always bring tongue in contact with the spiritual food item that is called prasadam. Tongue wants to speak something, it comes in contact with material sound vibration, don't do that. Always talk about Krishna. Or the talks which we are doing, the result of that talk should Help me advance in Krishna consciousness. I might have a job. I am a teacher. I have to teach material sciences. But when we use our tongue to speak material sciences, we get some result. That result we use in the service of Krishna. Then again, uh, that sound vibration is spiritualized. So in this way, uh, all the limbs of the body, the thoughts are there. In our thoughts, we should always have Krishna. So our mind and all the senses should be kept in constant contact with Krishna then there is no scope of interaction with the material energy. Thus, the living entity can remain aloof and remain happy even though we are there in this body. So this body will continue as per the laws of nature because this body is made up of material nature. And once we leave this body, then there is spiritual body because the situation of heart will be completely spiritualized. So Lord is seated in the heart and he is waiting when the living entity will turn his face towards me. So when living entities do not have this knowledge, Krishna comes and tells uh, this very important fact that please understand you are eternal. This material nature is eternal. You will keep on suffering eternally unless you turn your face towards me. And uh, thus today is also a very special day. Uh, today is Vaman Jayanti. As some of you would have known and fasted also, we do fasting on such days. So today we fasted till noon. We did some extra kirtans to satisfy Lord Vamandev. And Lord Vamandev also uh, came here to show how the living entities can make their life perfect. So rather than accumulation, accumulation, even if we accumulate the entirety of this material world, that ordinary we, narrowly we cannot do. But there was a one very powerful king. His name was Bali. He was born in the family of demons. 
so bali maharaj he became so powerful that he was able to dislodge devtas from their planets and thus he got the control of entire universe so just imagine a person has his kingdom as the entire universe what more a person can can want so all the devtas became greatly disturbed so there are many wonderful instances from this that we can understand so again uh, unless a person is actually satvik in nature nobody will be able to hold a position which is meant for satvik people and thus whenever tantric people they want to take control krishna comes and shows special favor to the devtas devtas are always held by krishna so krishna again in order to help the devtas he incarnated in the form of another devta son of aditi as vaman dev and he came in the form of a small boy dwarf brahmana and uh, shukracharya the spiritual master of bali maharaj he told bali so he was knowing the laws of nature that to come to this position of controlling the indra loka and other things you have to do certain yagyas you have to qualify yourself otherwise laws of nature will not allow you to do that so he was engaged in doing this yagya so that he can become qualified and meanwhile devtas were worried if he becomes actually qualified we'll never be able to go back so then they prayed and lord krishna came to help them and uh, the part of any spiritual function is giving charity to devotees brahmanas and that holds true in kaliyuga also now and kaliyuga of course we cannot do any other rituals as a matter of duty we can do but we don't have such brahmanas who are qualified to produce desired effects of such yagyas and other things but to make any such rituals or activities successful we can always do three things and which are those three things that is sankirtan and prasadam distribution to the devotees and to general people and giving charities to brahmanas devotees these three things we should do in every function whether it is birth it is death it is purchase of anything it is housewarming or any function that we are doing any purificatory it is uh, chuda karm sanskar it is naam karan sanskar anything that we are doing we should just do these three things and that will make anything successful even for dt installation these three things are sufficient so um, he as a part of king when he was doing yagya he supposed to do sacrifice any brahmana comes and asks anything the king is supposed to give that is a duty of a king and the brahmanas also were gentle actually brahmana will not uh, beg for anything more brahmanas also come as a matter of duty sometimes when brahmanas will given gold dishes because the king has to do charity brahmanas came out and they told what we'll do with this gold plates and other items so they threw it off and thus uh, because all the brahmanas were actually brahmanas satvik they don't want for them gold or a piece of stone it's all the same part of material nature they just need to maintain and make their spiritual life perfect they started throwing it off it piled up into a mountain of gold and that is what lord krishna guided arjuna to discover when they wanted some money and thus arjuna is called dhananjaya so just see this is called brahman this is called education that a person understands this basic science that i am eternal material nature is eternal i should not try to arrange external things around me and think i'll become happy by that no simply by surrendering to krishna i will become happy nothing else i should stop dominating over material nature so brahmanas were supposed to ask anything and uh, the king is supposed to satisfy brahmanas so this small brahmana comes 
एंड देन ही आस्क थ्री स्टेप्स ऑफ लैंड सो बली महाराज टोल बॉय यू आर अ स्मॉल बॉय एंड यूर इंटेलिजेंस ऑल्सो यू डोंट अपियर टू बी वेरी इंटेलिजेंट आई एम द मास्टर ऑफ यूनिवर्स इफ एनीबडी कम्स टू मी नेवर इन इज लाइफ देर शुड बी चांस फॉर हिम टू बेग अगेन सो यू प्लीज आस्क मी सम प्लानिट यू प्लीज आस्क किंगडम just three steps so then he gave very beautiful instructions you can read those things in bhagavatam that a person who is not satisfied by simply keeping his body and soul together he cannot be satisfied by gaining entirety of whatever is available in the material world so please let me remain satisfied with this thing only i just need three steps of land so it all okay i will give it to you but shukracharya came to know that this is vishnu he will steal away everything don't give any promise so bali maharaj was actually a devotee at heart because he was grandson of prahlad maharaj another paramhansa the greatest authority of spiritual knowledge and thus he blessed his grandson with devotional service so in his heart he was devotee although externally he was the ruler of the demons and he told uh, my dear master you always told me that this yagya yagyomai vishnu is meant for satisfaction of vishnu and if this boy is vishnu and he is asking everything so we should give it is it not because yagya is only meant for satisfaction of vishnu so let us satisfy vishnu vishnu has come here so this is the tendency of materialist or demons so they also have to do yagya they know that this yagya is meant to satisfy vishnu but they do these activities for one's own benefit the demons also read the vedas so thus it is told in one millennium so today is vaman jayanti similarly lord krishna comes in the form of lord buddha lord buddha is a special purpose of making people atheist that is required time to time so once some demons were there and using the vedic knowledge they had created rockets and they were bombing the people everywhere it is mentioned in bhagavatam and thus lord buddha came and because they were following vedas nobody was able to defeat them because if you follow the vedas very nicely you cannot be defeated just like bali maharaj he was able to do these yagyas and nobody would be able to defeat them if he does it so krishna came as buddha and he made them atheist they stopped following the vedas and thus they were defeated so vedas are user manual so demons also use the vedas so today people are actually tribals completely ignorant they do not even know how to use the material resources properly as per the vedas so they will satisfy do yagya lord vishnu so that they can enjoy the resources the energies of lord vishnu just like dhritarashtra and company so duryodhan also approached lord krishna but not for service of lord krishna so that he can enjoy the army of lord krishna so the demons also they will do yagya indirectly they will approach lord so that they can enjoy the results the energies of krishna actually they are not interested in satisfying krishna so thus it so happens many times uh, that when some uh, devotees uh, they become brahmacharis their parents come and when they tell you only told us to go to temple and he supreme lord so supreme lord should be followed we should try to completely satisfy supreme lord now if i want to do that i have done that why you are dissatisfied so they tell no no little we have to do <laughs> why you are doing this completely so not able to understand so thus this is demoniac tendency actually i am worshiping supreme lord so that i can extract the energy of supreme lord i can enjoy the energy of lord lord you remain in your place 
So that Shukracharya, he taught him everything. By yajnas, you satisfy Vishnu and then Vishnu will bless you with all the power. But Bali Maharaj was intelligent. He told if Vishnu has to be satisfied, let me satisfy. If he wants to take away everything, let him take. And because Shukracharya objected, he rejected the spiritual master. Then you are not proper spiritual master. And then eventually, Lord Vaman Dev, he was promised three steps of land. In two steps only, he covered everything of this material universe. Now, third step, he asked Bali, you told you will give me three steps. Where should I keep my third step? So he told, there are two things in existence, property and proprietor. So now you have taken property. Now you please take proprietor also. You please place your third step on my head. And thus he offered himself also. And Krishna became so satisfied by this action of Bali Maharaj that Krishna sold himself to Bali Maharaj. And he told by offering everything to me, although for temporary, for a short while, Krishna punished him. And he told, you have cheated me. You have not given me three steps of land. He was arrested, put in a den. Just to show what is the situation of devotee. So devotee is so much in love. So usually if such thing happens, we love a person and the person cheats us, robs away of our property, we will, maybe we'll kill that person. But here we see this is called love. So uh, Krishna, after taking away everything, if somebody should... Uh, offers this gesture to us, he offers all the property and then he offers himself also completely to us and we arrest that person. So this is very, very unjust. But Krishna wanted to show the position of his pure devotee. So Bali Maharaj, overcome by ecstasy, when he was punished by Krishna, he was arrested by Krishna. He told, this is a great favor, my Lord, you have shown to me. How this is favor? Actually, you are a friend of demons. Externally, it appears that you favor the demigods, but the demigods, when they gain all these material opulences, they lose the sight of spiritual life. But from demons, from us, you keep on snatching these resources away. So thus, we are made to realize the temporary nature of this material world and we develop material detachment. And thus, actually, you are favoring us by taking away our opulences. So you have done a great favor to us. And in this way, in tears of ecstasy, he offered respects to Krishna. So thus Krishna shows the exalted position of his devotees. So even though I cheat my devotees, I punish my devotees, my devotees are always full of gratitude towards me. And then he released Bali Maharaj and he told, you have purchased me by your charity. You offered everything to me. With great effort, you got the control of Indra Loka, but uh, you have offered entire universe to me, including yourself. Now, I offer myself to you. This one universe you offer to me, unlimited universes, innumerable universes are coming out of my body. And I am offering myself to you. I will remain your servant now as your doorkeeper. So Krishna even now today is still standing as the doorkeeper of Bali, doorkeeper of Bali Maharaj. So just see. So by offering anything to Krishna, devotee does not lose anything. And not just that, not just spiritual thing, not just personal association, even materially he gets everything back. So Bali Maharaj, he told, now Indra, uh, he is the current Indra. Now when his tenure is over, in next tenure, in next Manvantar, you will become Indra. And Bali Maharaj, then he told, now you please go back to your place of residence, your planet. And then now also he told Vishwakarma, 
you make his place his residence more opulent than indraloka also so just see unlimited benedictions although apparently lost indraloka but he told his residence i think that is called sutala his planet so that should be more opulent than indraloka so now also on lower planet he is having much more opulence than indraloka and uh, in next month vantar next millennium he will become indra again the post which he relinquished for krishna and krishna is standing as his doorkeeper and he is enjoying unlimited spiritual ecstasy so just see there is no loss at all so krishna wants to tell us why you are trying to dominate over material nature trying to acquire material resources name fame opulence there is only suffering don't behave like a moth don't die life after life just surrender everything unto me just maintain yourself and offer everything to me and in proportion to our surrender to our detachment to this material world gradually and proportionately we will feel spiritual pleasure in our life the more we surrender to krishna the more we detach ourselves from material pleasures in that proportion we will have spiritual happiness in our life so thus lord krishna tells ya evam veti purusham prakritim cha gunayastah sarvatha vartamanopi nasabhuyo bhijayate one who understands this philosophy concerning material nature living entity and the interaction of modes of nature is sure to attain liberation he will not take birth here again regardless of his present position so if we understand philosophy of material nature living entity and we understand parmatma purusha para he is supreme controller so if i surrender unto supreme controller life is all perfect and blissful so then the living entity does not take birth again and suffer in this material nature so we can choose to come again in this world in various bodies but intelligence is to surpass this process of coming over and over again and go beyond all these reincarnations and become eternal associate of krishna and that is the perfection of life so thus on this very auspicious day let us pray to vaman dev what instructions wonderful instructions he came and he gave to bali maharaj the realizations he gave to bali maharaj a fraction of that we also can have in our life so that we can also follow the footsteps of bali maharaj so krishna can be served in nine ways and we can make our spiritual life perfect shravanam kirtanam vishnuho and one such way is atmanivedanam if we offer everything whatever we have to krishna including ourselves then immediately we become spiritually perfect